We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas. And ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. We have just received word that libertarian death squad is over. We have come to take our country back. And also the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. A new law goes into effect across the state on January 1st. People who want to get a handgun permit will first need to complete a safety training course taught by a verified instructor. Now, the problem is it appears the Honolulu Police Department hasn't certified any instructors yet, meaning it'll be impossible to get a permit, which some claim violates people's constitutional rights. That's why there has been long lines outside HPD headquarters this week with people trying to get a permit before the law changes. Shanila Kabir reports. Many gun owners here in Hawaii say this is another obstacle, making it more difficult to carry guns here. 
These lines have circled around the building and some say people have showed up as early as 4 a.m. I'm here to get my concealed carry permit, you know, with all the stuff that's going on. Criminals are getting guns, we gotta get ours too. Gun owners say if they don't renew or apply for permits this week, they'll have to wait until sometime after instructors are certified to provide safety training. Gun owners aren't sure when that will be. Many say it's a huge blow to their constitutional rights. It's the Second Amendment, everybody has a right. I can see people who, who don't have, you know, medical clearance. Andrew Namiki Roberts from the Hawaii Firearms Coalition says, the Honolulu Police Department has done very little to get ready for the changes that came with the new firearms law. This isn't just a Honolulu Police Department problem. This is a statewide problem. You know, Maui had a hearing last week. They made some changes to their rules that are go into effect kind of on time. Um, you've got Kauai that hasn't done any hearing or had any information put about it. When I spoke to them, um, basically, I got the opinion that they didn't even know the law was changing. That's how it felt when I was speaking to them. Um, you've got the Big Island who pretty much told me we're going to wait until Honolulu makes their rules and we're going to try and copy those. On January 9th, HPD has scheduled a public hearing to discuss the new rules for gun permits. If you have questions or concerns about these new changes, you are encouraged to show up. Shanila Kabir, Island News. You know, when I saw the Texas stuff, you know, this is more liberal and Texas is more conservative minded in their insurrectional action. Yeah, but Texas is trying to get annexed. Well, that's what's, the, what's Aloha spirit. Well, I think doing? they want the same thing. Honestly, I think a lot of the Hawaiian natives wish they could get separated from the United States. These are both insurrectional actions. But to me, it just seemed like a boogeyman. And the bigger picture is if this is a premeditated plan and these states and governors are puppets, what would be the objective? It's to demonize the validity and power of the Constitution. Because if states refuse to follow Supreme Court rulings and federal court justices decide to say, we are not going to follow the Constitution. Over time, if this, let's say Kansas or Michigan or New York, and you start seeing this habitually happen, the power of the federal government becomes nullified. And then basically everybody's gonna think the Constitution is a joke. And then at that point we can make a new Constitution. Hawaiian court says the spirit of aloha supersedes the Constitution and the Second Amendment, which is like me insisting that I can leave the car unlocked because people around here are nice. Hawaii's highest court ruled that the spirit of aloha takes precedence over the U.S. Constitution, saying there's no right to carry a firearm in public in Hawaii. To help bolster their position, they quoted The Wire, a television show from HBO. So in Hawaii, the spirit of aloha is a legal precedent. Now, I always thought that the spirit of aloha was just about not having to wear pants to dinner. To ensure that the judge pays attention in court, lawyers in Hawaii now begin their opening statements with, previously on The Wire. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Made in Hawaii, and this is Inside Four Walls. So, to start, I've never been a big fan of Hawaii. And I've said this before, I'll double down on it. Hawaii, I am willing to bet money you're still willing to vote for Joe Biden. Nah, I'll stand by this. Go consult my Maui Fire episodes to see my full opinion of Hawaii, but I'll condense like this. You should never have been a fucking state. Never. Not one fucking minute should have ever been considered. It makes no fucking sense. First off, 
Especially nowadays. You go around crying. Oh, well, we're forced Americans. I don't want you. I don't fucking want you here. You don't want to be here? I don't want you here. Your Supreme Court and your entire little fucking landmass is a goddamn joke. You're not worthy of being considered an American state. And you're a poor representation of it. And of course, your Supreme Court is going to flagrantly say, Oh, well, you know, the Second Amendment the Constitution, it isn't aloha. It's not really Hawaiian. That's fine. You're not really American. Your culture is so far fucking removed from America's culture, it's not even fucking funny. First off, you guys aren't even really native to Hawaii. You guys rolled up a long-ass time ago on some fucking boats from some other fucking landmass, Philippines or some shit, and then you said, oh, this is a nice lump of islands, I guess we'll call it ours, and you get attacked during Pearl Harbor, and then you beg to become a state because you're so scared for your protection, and the minute you get statehood, you start immediately going, oh, this place sucks, I don't want to be here, and then you get fucked up under the Biden administration by the Maui fires. And sure, you get mad, you throw a tizzy fit, you get all worked up and you booed hood, but you're going to turn around and shove that big, bright blue dildo right up your ass and vote for Joe Biden 2024. I fucking guarantee it. Fuck y'all. I don't like Hawaii. I'm not even happy to have been conceived in that fucking dump heap. You don't want to be here? God damn, I don't want you here. Supreme Court of Hawaii is getting scorched online over anti-gun ruling based on the spirit of aloha. Blood out your ass, cunt. By Carlos Garcia. February 08, 2024. The state Supreme Court of Hawaii cited the spirit of aloha, some made-up bullshit, in a 57-page ruling that resides that residents did not have a Second Amendment to bear arms. And it was mocked and ridiculed mercilessly on social media. Yeah, because that's the kind of ruling that can only come from somewhere way above the chimney top. That's where you'll find retarded rulings. Fuck off. Fuck Hawaii. I take no pride in that state. Uh, it's right there in California. And like, well, Alaska's far... At least they share a fucking landmass semi-near near us. And by the way, there's actually a long-running history between America and Canada. You know, there was more than 13 colonies, right? We had colonies in Canada. But Canada decided they wanted to be loyalists, so we ended up going to war with them. And we whooped their ass, and they stayed loyal to the crown. And then we got Alaska... Hey, just so you know, a lot of the people up in Alaska, they came from the people that were the settlers at one point. There's a shared history there at some point. Unlike with you, island fucks. Can't you tell I'm a big fan of Hawaii? Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Something in my badge here. Don't know what it is. Anyway, moving on. Uh, modern social media quote the spirit of aloha clashes with federally mandated lifestyles that let citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day to day activity reads the ruling what a bunch of fucking cuck by, written by Justice Todd Eddins what a bitch quote 
The history of Hawaiian Islands does not include a society where honored people move about the community to possibly combat the deadly the deadly aims of others really now the history of hawaiian islands does not include a society where armed people move about the community to possibly combat the deadly aims of others so tldr translation here the spirit of aloha doesn't recognize self-defense so uh if you're a woman you're walking home you're not allowed to have a gun. You know, if you get raped, you have to take up the ass raw dog style because the spirit of Aloha doesn't want you to be able to protect yourself. Hey, man, you getting carjacked? Well, spirit of Aloha wants you to get your teeth knocked out by the armed uh, criminal stealing your fucking whip and driving away with it. Maybe with your kids in the backseat because the spirit of Aloha doesn't recognize self-defense. What a retarded thing to say. Again, don't even have to be Christian to refute this bullshit. Uh, but I don't know what bullshit, hovel, pagan, dumb fuck dumpster the fucking spirit of Aloha crawled out of, but it can crawl right back in and go happily fuck itself. Because when you're getting your teeth knocked out and you're having your shit looted from you, all your spirit of Aloha looks like 14 karat cock shit. Doesn't it? And by the way, uh, yeah, it does. You want to know why? Because the history of Hawaii, at least from the 60s onwards, is American. Meaning, it has a Second Amendment because you guys want it in. You guys got in. Deal with it, bitch. But I've talked about this before. The Supreme Court has been willing to let itself be completely fucked with because people ignore Bruin. They do. And the Supreme Court doesn't do anything about it. So now you have the Spirit of Aloha taking away your right to keep and bear arms because... Hawaii is an embarrassment, and quite frankly, if it wasn't part of America, it probably would have been invaded, conquered, and taken over by some nearby neighbor. And we wouldn't have fucking cared. <sighs> An embarrassing fucking state. Critics of the unanimous 5-0 ruling exonerate <laughs> exonerated the bizarre justification for denying a constitutional right. Quote, Reading this Hawaiian, the Hawaii Supreme Court ruling, and I think it broke my brain. Since when is the spirit of aloha any sort of legal argument? It's not even a, a theological argument. Replied Hannah Hill of the National Association for Gun Rights. Quote, ah, yes, the spirit of aloha. Clause of the Constitution that allows the Hawaiian Supreme Court to ignore and overrule SCOTUS. Responded, Ilya Shapiro of the Manhattan Institute. Quote, The Hawaiian Supreme Court completely lost their minds and any credibility by ruling the Second Amendment does not apply to them. Read a statement from the Gun Owners of America. G-O-A, baby! Hell yeah! Quote, Apparently, their spirit of aloha doesn't vibe, <laughs> vibe, with the right to keep and bear arms. Maybe the state of Texas can apply the spirit of aloha to federal mandates. Or the spirit of the Alamo to federal mandates. Maybe you should apply the spirit of the Alamo to the fucking border. I mean, you kind of are, but you're, you know, you're, you're, uh, I don't know, man. I'd be a little bit more protective of the border. That's all I'm saying. Quote, the spirit of aloha 
does not give any court the ability to override our constitutional Second Amendment rights. This is absolutely disgraceful, said Republican Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa. Quote, everyone is deservedly mocking the spirit of aloha, but it's instructive as well as funny in that the opinion from which it comes highlights neatly why living constitution why living constitutionalism is so ridiculous responded charles c w cook of national review yeah again they're getting absolutely fucking clowned on and it has not stopped it's again i uh When you pass gun control laws, who are you affecting? Is it law-abiding citizens who are law-abiding citizens because they follow the laws? Or criminals who are criminals because they don't care about the law and they're willing to break it for personal gain? Because the person who's already predisposed to following the law won't have a gun and that's the exact kind of person who should probably have a gun a law abiding moral citizen but when you pass these laws that good citizens obey where they disarm themselves then you have criminals who will arm themselves and take advantage of the law abiding citizen look I really think people need to watch Demolition Man the old Sylvester Stallone movie yeah, I, I think people need to watch that shit. Hey, hold on, real quick. Let's just watch two clips from this show, alright? Look, you have this one, right? Where the main villain finds out, oh, this entire society is so cucked it doesn't know what guns are. Self-defense is. They have no idea how to protect themselves against me. Perfect. Well, oh, those two smart for doing good kind of movies. Device was widely utilized in the urban wars of the late 20th century, referred to Oof. as a pistol. Of Look, peace. I don't need history lesson. Come on, Hal. Where the goddamn guns? You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. No hate speech, dog. Your repeated violation of the verbal morality statute has caused me to notify the San Angeles Police Department. Please <laughs> remain where you are. We are Yeah, right. <laughs> Such a good fucking movie, man. It's like uh, Super Troopers. Or Starship Troopers. Too good for its own time. Simon Phoenix! Lie down with your hands behind your back. What's this? Six of you, such nice, tidy uniforms. Oh, I'm so scared. What, you guys don't have sarcasm anymore? Maniac has responded with a scornful remark. Approach and repeat ultimatum <laughs> in an even firmer tone of voice. Add the words, or else. Simon the... Phoenix! Deadass, the world, the, the America Hawaii wants to live in. Lie down <laughs> on the ground or else. Simon Phoenix, 
much I love this movie. Black and black violence. Unheard of. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Dude, dude, for fucking real. Someone call a social worker. For real though. Golly! I love this movie. This movie came out in like 89, 92, around that time period, dog. And holy shit, is it ahead of its group. All the cops are disarmed and underfunded. They're not allowed to be violent. Everyone gets fined and ticketed for, for saying offensive things to, to people. Oh, it's great. Everyone lives in a pod. There's no sex. It's all VR. If you want to have a kid, it's all lab approved. It's, this movie's great. This movie's fucking great. It's the WEF 15 Minute City Future. It really fucking is. Hey, wait for me. The cars look like Teslas. Tell me that doesn't look like a fucking Tesla right now. You don't even said he wanted gold wings. Stupid. Stupid. Twenty-something-year-old Sandra Bullock, of course. It's going for the vehicle's battery core. It's pure capacitance gel. Uh, last, last clip we'll watch, just because the whole hate speech thing, too, right? This movie touches on that, uh, on that topic as well. 15 years ago. Sanctimonious asshole. <laughs> Tell me about Ron. Thank you. Gun. Noun. Portable firearm. This device was widely utilized in the urban wars of the late 20th century. Referred to as a... You... Right. With me? John Spartan, you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. The hell is that? John Spartan, you are fined one credit. Bad language, chocolate, gasoline, uneducated words, <laughs> and anything spicy. Um, Zach Lamb? What happened to you? <laughs> I got older. I got. I remember when you were a snot nosed rookie pilot. 
They finally grounded me. You get the idea. But that brings us to the end of this episode. Man, yeah. Uh, hopefully the Federal Supreme Court fucking demands an appearance by judges from the state Supreme Court. And we see where this goes because this is retarded. But, again, it's such a little island state that I don't think anyone here on the mainland is really going to give a fuck. And look, if you're in Hawaii and you're listening to this podcast, I imagine you're more or less on my side with the whole gun stance thing. What you need to do is go out there and lobby and petition and get your voice heard. Be a, no- be a nosy, noisy little bastard. Make sure people hear you out, argue with people, go out and film stuff. <coughs> you know, the only reason why Hawaii is to be the dark blue shithole it is is because people don't, don't do anything. They sit back and just let it be. Spirit of Aloha and all that shit. That being said, uh, this has been Inside Four Walls, where uh, we don't believe in the spirit of aloha. But we do believe in self-defense. Let's see uh, where that gets you. Kind of a hope in one hand, shit in the other situation. That being said, I'll talk to y'all later. Deuces. Drag is holy. There has been an assault on the rights of drag performers in this country, and we must call out the hypocrisy and the injustice. Jesus called himself a mother hen longing to gather up her chicks. Gender is a construct, you see. And if Jesus can be a mother hen, then you can dress in drag. I've even heard it said that Jesus was, and humanity is, God in drag. A little longer than a few minutes later. You think, um, you think Justin Bieber sprays his DNA all over the ladies when he's in Paris, France? <sighs> Need a new desk. Lance, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. <clears throat> yeah, that was... That was intense. Yeah. Sometimes he's an interesting guy. Is crabs more embarrassing than AIDS? Oh. For the moment, probably. Yeah. I wish I would evolve, Burton. I wish I would evolve, Burton. Where's my iconic slave role? Hey, motherfucker. I wish I would have all Britain. F*** all y'all. F*** all y'all. Wolf speed, don't rainbow read me, nigga. Ah! Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host. Not knowing what the fuck white guilt is. How are y'all doing? The views. Sunny host in shock to find out she's descended from <gasps> Spanish slaveholders. What? I don't know what this trend lately is, but I fucking love it. We've seen this before. Oprah peddled that whole slave ancestry shit just to find out it's not true. Then you had fucking... Oh, I didn't even... Maybe I'll cover this too in this episode. It's about how long, long this article is. But we had Kuta Kenta himself find out that he was a white boy. That's right. 
Kunta Kante. Man, man, man. Georgie LaForge himself. Descended from slave owners. 40 acres and a mule can kiss my fucking ass. Pretentious, self-righteous, self-aggrandizing, better and holier than thou assholes. This is the fucking definition. I say it humbly, of course. Those who are exalted will be humbled. And those who are humble, well, you'll be exalted. I'm a little bit shocked, said Hostin. Look at this angry, fish-lipped bitch. By everyone's favorite base female journalist, Katie Davis Court. Continue on. ABC's The View host, Sonny Hostin. Was shocked to find out that she was a descendant of a Spanish slave owner's. Despite the ancestral revelation, Hostin had previously vouched for and advocated for slavery reparations. Hmm. Well, let's see if that claim holds up. It's weird. A lot of a lot of people fall real quiet when they find out where they came from, and that's the thing. Good chances are, if you're a prominent, powerful, wealthy black person in this country. And you were born in this country. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a good chance your ancestry has something in common. Hell, Barack Obama is related to fucking slave traders. I mean, there's no escaping it. There's no escaping it. Y'all was slave owners and shit. Y'all was whites and shit. White people. That's what y'all was. Y'all was white people. We was white people and shit. Yeah, buddy, I hate to break it to you. Well, also, a lot of people were... We were slave owners and shit. You had a lot of, like, actual black slave owners. Like, you can't... You can't deny that there was black slave owners in America who owned white, Irish, Christian slaves. Whew, what'd that sink in? Hey, the whole premise for slavery in this country was founded upon a Supreme Court case ruled because a black man beat another black man retarded and then argued that he was so retarded that he's a representative for his whole race and that he should be allowed to own people. Look up Robert Johnson, the first slave owner in America. Ooh, e, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask Google offhand what it is. You get a whole Wikipedia article. Have fun with it if you want to believe the surface-level results, but go ahead. D3SM.GOVs, Libraries of Congress. Supreme Court rulings were documented, even though they happened in England at the time. They still were documented here in the States. I hate to break it to you. Ouch. This bitch's whole slave family fucking black victim narrative was about as made up as the story roots itself. Again, the whole thing turned out to be kind of a grift later on made up and down, made up down the road for, uh, for profit. But we made two TV series, Roots and Roots of Next Generation, and we made people in school watch that shit. <sighs> yeah, you gotta love it. But moving on. Hostin, who had been a staunch, rep a staunch proponent of reparations, was informed about her ancestry on Tuesday while appearing on the PBS on the PBS genealogy series Finding Your Roots. Quote, wow, I'm a little bit shocked, said Hostin after finding out that her ancestors were slave owners from Spain. Mmm, mmm, schadenfreude. 
Right into the fucking veins, folks. Right into the veins. Had to hop over here to X to, to watch the clip because it just wasn't loading on the website. Wow. I'm 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 in a little bit in shock. I, I just always <coughs> thought of myself as Puerto Rican, you know, half Puerto Rican. <laughs> I didn't think I was uh my family was originally from Spain and slaveholders. <laughs> <laughs> Thought of yourself versus what you are in reality. That's the whole problem with the trans community right there, sweetheart. You just find yourself with it with your ancestry. <laughs> yeah. So how are you feeling, my friend? Um, I just... My friend. Um, I think it's actually pretty interesting that um, my husband and I have shared roots. Yeah. So I, I do appreciate that. Um, and I think it's great for our children. This whole black man judging this information. you. Um, I guess it's a fact of life that uh, this is how some people made their living. On the oh. backs of others. Oh! Oh, what? All of a sudden, it's real quiet. Real humble on the ancestry front. What happened that whole... Black power! Reparations! No excuses! Oh, that's only turned into, uh, how did you word it? Some people made profit this way? Appreciate that. Um, and I think it's great for our children mm -hmm. to know this information. Um, I guess it's a fact of life that uh, this is how some people made their living on the backs of others. Wow. Wow, how does grow taste? First comment, so she can just pay, rep pay herself reparations? She is a hypocrite in every sense of the word. Look at that. Oh, man. The comment section is always good. Sounds like reparation to me. Shout out to Carbon Gene at Carbon Gene 7. Almost as golden as this. LeVar Bird discovers he's descended from Confederate soldier. Oh, buddy. Lol, 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 lol. Alrighty. Hostin has advocated for reparations on The View in the past and is still advocating for them after the revelations. Ooh, all right, so pay yourself, bitch. Hostin spoke about her ancestral revelations with her fellow co-host on Thursday. According to Entertainment Weekly, she explained, quote, At first, I was deeply disappointed. Again, I talk about having famous people in my bloodline, like having historical people of significance. And you're like, wow, that's so cool. They're like, I don't believe you. You most likely have it too. It's just a lot of people don't know their history. They don't know where they came from. They don't know where the family came from. And if they do, it's maybe they did like one maybe accurate test. They never did like two genealogy tests just to kind of like you know, roughly compare contrast it. They don't compare and talk to people in their family, older members perhaps. You know, they don't think to ask their mom, like, hey, mom, where are we from? Hey, dad, where are we from? Hey, dad, where are your grandparents from? Who were your grandparents? Do you know anything about your great-grandparents? Unfortunately, there's just not things that we think to talk about. And a lot of people just don't talk about it because, you know, like, how often is someone going to ask you about your great-great-great-grandparents? Offhand. Uh, like, right, like, you can't even think of an example offhand. You should at least be able to think, well, maybe, maybe my kids, right? Like, that doesn't even come to mind that, well, perhaps kids. 
But yeah, you know, that's, that's the whole problem. A lot of people don't know their history. And if people learn their history, they'd be like, oh, I'm related to this king, this pirate, these sailors, these travelers. And everybody's family's got some famous sailor or pirate or something like that in their family. Because let's be honest, those people were fucking. Right? Same thing with kings and nobles. Lots of kings and nobles. I got a couple kings in my family. Got a couple pre- got a president in that bitch too. But you can't guess which one. <laughs> anyway, look. Look, you get the idea, right? Learn your history. You'll find out who's in there. Sure, bad people. All right. Look, we all got bad people in our fucking ancestry. We also got good people, too. It's kind of like just it's embracing the diversity. Embrace the diversity. No, 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 seriously. Embrace your family's history, the good and the bad. <coughs> Learn about the good and the bad people in your family. Maybe you'll learn good and bad things about yourself. Maybe you'll see things in them that you have about yourself. Maybe questions you have about why you do certain things. And think think a certain way or do things a certain way. And you learn about family members from the past. And you're like, oh, I do that. (laughs) I do that. You know, you have those moments where you're like, wait, he thought like that? He did that? This person was a politician in my family and they did this kind of legislation? I believe these similar things. Like, you find that in your family. And you can't push the bad side of, side of your heritage off either. But, oh, no, that's not me. No, it is you. You're not your grandfather. You're not your father, for sure. But you do have that DNA and that legacy on you. You don't have to do anything with it. But at least do it the courtesy of acknowledging it, no matter how bad it may be. You owe it to yourself. Even the worst people can be the most vital to shaping history, for better or worse. Just as very good people have been in the worst time, place at the worst possible moments at the worst possible times, and accidentally and inadvertently done the worst imaginable things for outcome. Like, it happens. Good people do bad. Bad people do good. Take it all in stride. It's who we are. The only problem is, you can't go around pushing this whole moral argument on the past you are not the past you share a connection to the past you share a connection to the future because you are here now you will have kids your kids will exist down the road from now because you well our kind of stuff because you exist today 10 years from now they exist that's your connection to the future right now the future that has not happened that's your connection to it People just don't think of those terms very often. And that's fair. You know, we're all, to some extent, living in our first-person perspective. You know, we're all the main protagonists of our own story. Like, for example, I'm looking at my own reflection in a pair of sunglasses right now. Just to help me maintain focus while I talk to you. So I don't go trailing off in a billion and one fucking directions. Why? Focusing in on the moment. To be here in the moment. That's why you can't sit here and demonize and act like, oh, well, you have to pay modern-day funds for damages done in the... No, we don't. We are not those damages. But the damages done are worth noting so we don't repeat them. That's the connection there. Let's continue on. 
Uh, Hostin made it clear that she, quote, still believes in reparations, by the way, quote, so y'all can stop texting me and emailing me saying that I'm a white girl and that I don't deserve reparations, she said, explaining that her mother, a descendant of slave traders, married a black man. Alright, well, I have black friends. (laughs) So what? Again, there's always going to be this argument. Well, I should have to pay reparations because, um... I married a black guy. Okay, Cracker. That melanin be lacking. I don't know what to tell you. You ain't black, Jack. So pay him up, motherfucker. You know, like, like there's always be some wiggle room, some arguments, some oops, not me. Until eventually it is you. And you can't wiggle your way out of the ideological corner you paint yourself into. Because you'll be eaten by the wolves you've manifested around you with your bullshit. All these little woke crumbs you left everywhere. All these little buzzwords you threw out in the atmosphere around your name. They got all these people coming at you. You did that. You can't run away from it. Moving on. Hostin learned on the PBS genealogy series that her fourth great-grandfather was a Spanish merchant who, quote, owned at least one human being. As far as black celebrities go, dog, or, sorry, uh, uh, C-O-P, or, uh, C-O-C's, celebrities of color. That's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty minor. Moving on. And was probably involved in the, in the slave trade. She also learned that she was 7% indigenous Puerto Rican. Quote, I still believe in reparations. I still believe this country has a lot to do in terms of racial justice, host, host and told her co-host. Acting seamlessly, seemingly defeated by the news, host and added that she hopes, quote, they still let me host the Puerto Rico Day Parade. Oh, sweetheart. So vain. So short of mind. But let's hop over to one other person. <laughs> okay, so I just thought, you know, we'll watch the whole thing together, right? Yeah, this whole five-minute clip, they cut it out. They don't talk about this at all in this clip. So I'll leave a link to this video in the description below. It talks about, you know, his family tree, excluding the white Confederate soldier. Again, look, I'm the... I'm not, I'm not so nuanced with the Civil War. I don't, you know, I get it. But I'll save time for these people. That's a big deal. Let's check it out. But there's one more thing I want to share with you. Would you please turn the page? Okay. Wow, that's him. You are looking at your great-great-grandfather, James Henry Dixon. It's difficult to make out, but that's, that is your biological great-great-grandfather. Now, I'd have fought you five <laughs> minutes ago if you told me that I had a white great-great-grandfather. You do. You could fight me, but it's the truth. <laughs> and ain't nothing you can do about it. Cope and seethe. Kunta! Kunta! Got white ancestry! <laughs> That's right. What? Yeah. Mind you, Kunta Kente never actually existed in the first place. Again, the roots was a completely made up mythology of a book. Come on, man. Skip! You know, you took two DNA tests. The two major commercial DNA tests almost never have tested an African American who was 100%. 
Sub-Saharan Africa. Wow. We all have white ancestors. But this is close! That's right, but this is close, and by name. LaVar's <sighs> great-great-grandfather died in 1906. Our research shows that he had at least nine children and more than 40 grandchildren, meaning that LaVar has an extensive network of white cousins <laughs> whose roots stretch back centuries in the American South. Yeah, take that, LaVar, you fucking vanilla gorilla, you man-named monkey bitch. Welcome to the club, bitch. Enjoy the high credit score. Also, you owe yourself reparations. This is insanely surprising. I, I mean, it's really not, though. How does it make you feel? <sighs> Confederates in the family. <laughs> well, uh, there's a, there's there's some conflict roiling inside of me right now, but it it it, it also. You know, conflict. I'm fifty percent German. Nine point. It's like nine point ninety nine percent. It's almost a ten percent of me that's Polish Jew. You want to talk about an internal conflict, motherfucker? 10% of me is terrified of half of me. It's all a conflict in my ass, bitch. I don't want to hear it. Oddly enough, I feel... I, I feel Acceptance. a pathway Acceptance. opening up. I have wanted for a long time... through grief? Knowing what I know about going the history acceptance. of this nation. I've wanted... Especially in this current time frame, in this now moment, mm -hmm. I believe that as Americans, we need to have this conversation about who we are and how we. Mind you, all, all, he, he's saying this. I'll leave a link to this in the description below. Yes, I shamelessly liked my own video here. Because I was scrolling through and it's easy to do on, uh. It's easy to do on Rumble. I don't give a fuck. No shame in my game here. But. Yeah, he straight up threatened to punch moms for liberty. Only a few short months prior to this revelation. And now he's all of a sudden, oh, well, I think it's important that we have this conversation about who we are as Americans. I really think it's important. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. After you defend books that teach kids all sorts of grotesque, monstrous shit that little kids have no business knowing... And you threaten violence on the children's parents for standing up against it. You find out that you got some fucking high credit score and, a, and the ability to use good grammar built in. And all of a sudden, right, you, you, you figured out where that ability to swim LeVar Burton came from. And now you're all about like, oh, maybe we need to talk about the rough parts of our country's history. That's always how it fucking goes. We'll never hear reason until you're painted to a corner where I'd eat a slice of humble pie and drink it down with a nice glass of fucking crow. Well, you get the idea. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and I will yap at you later. <laughs>
I thought it was all over. Ah!